Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Therese Skelly, and we are back with another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. One of my favorite things to do is interview amazing people, and today I'm excited to interview Amanda Schneider. So you are going to love this woman. So I just got to tell, uh, tell the, I like the backstory. Amanda's going to tell what she does in a minute, but for me, Amanda stalked me on Facebook. and <laughs> I'm not on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and I have this like, not even love-hate, like a hate-hate with LinkedIn, because people are like, Hi, what's your greatest business challenge? Do you want to book a free call? Like, I don't even know you, right? And Amanda just put this like, I'd like to connect. Here's my calendar. And I, I normally delete all those messages, but there's something about Amanda's message. And I'm like, who is that chick again? Uh, and I, I, I probably, I was probably like a horrible person because it, it took me like four to six months to get back with you. I'm just like, however long. But anyway, we finally had a connection call and I was like, this woman is amazing. So I am just delighted that we've connected. I got to experience some of the work that Amanda does, some of her brilliance. I've been just seeing her like catapult in her life and her business. It's been really cool. And so when I thought of who I wanted to bring on, I, y'all need to know Amanda and her cool work. So Amanda, tell us, well, first, hi, how, how are you here? How are you? Glad you're here. Thank you so much. For sure. <laughs> and so tell us what you do. It's pretty fascinating. It's like, what? I'm a, a trainer, a coach, and a speaker, um, and I use a methodology that has been designed to predict buying behavior in people. And what I love so much about it is that it's, you know, it was designed for the, the sales arena. However, when we really look at buying behavior and sales, it really comes down to influence and at the end of the day, every time we're in a conversation with somebody, we're either in the act of influencing through our communication or somebody is trying to influence us. And so honestly, I get to teach people how to communicate better and more that's effectively. Really good. Yeah, so. that's really, yeah, to know your, it's, it's nice to know yourself and your style and what your strengths are and what you're maybe not so great in. And, you know, so <laughs> that's really fabulous. Yeah. And so, it's, it's, it, yeah. And just to, it, it's like love languages. Um, <laughs> what I love so much about love languages, because it's not about us, it's about who we're talking to and mm -hmm. adjusting our conversation to who we're talking to. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. what, what lights you up about the work you do? Really? So I'm a teacher at heart. I was a um, middle school and high school teacher before I had my oh. boys. I have three boys now, 11, nine and seven. Mm. and was fortunate enough to be able to stay home and, and raise them. And I always missed that, that connection. I really love seeing people, you know, they say 
the light bulb moment turn on when they're able to make a connection. Mm -hmm. And what I've found is when I'm training this uh, methodology with people, they'll come in to learn to, you know, grow their business, but yet they're, they're making all of these personal connections like, Oh "Oh my gosh, that's what happened in my family or wow, this is what happened. Mm -hmm. And just being able to see them make that connection and, you know, as a teacher, I think we all, those of us that love teaching, love being the facilitator of, you know, those moments. Perfect. That's magical. Really nice. So this podcast is called the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast because my hypothesis is what I want is for my people to be able to step in the world and just like own their brilliance. And so when you hear the concept of fiercely brilliant, like what, what does that mean to you? And, and how does that apply to you? Gosh, I love those two words separately. Mm-hmm. Also love how you use them together. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, when I hear fiercely brilliant, it's, you know, being completely authentic mm-hmm. and out there and willing to share yourself and be vulnerable mm-hmm. with intention. Right. <laughs> and after you know, if you've gone through something, you know, uh, Brene Brown is one of my favorites, uh, women that I've, I've learned from, and, you know, she speaks about the power of vulnerability, but, you know, in sharing it, it's not always the best thing to share while you're in it. Oh yes. Here right. after. Right. Absolutely. Um, there's, there's times and places, but as long as you're intentionally sharing, um, mm-hmm. but you know, be vulnerable because as you're sharing your trials and tribulations and, you know, things that happen, you're giving permission for others to feel that or to learn or to grow from that. And that's really, to me, you know, when I hear fiercely brilliant, it's people that are willing to step into that, that role and just be out there, be in that space and what happens, happens. I love that. Yeah, especially, especially now with the condition of our world, we need more courageous souls stepping up and owning whatever their gifts is, whatever little pieces. And you know, I'm kind of a shame buster, you know, I'm like, I hate shame more than anything in the world. Like I, I just, I, that, that is my, uh, you're not supposed to have hate energy. I understand that. But my point is shame derails so much. And so when you talk about, you should, you know, be vulnerable, the gifts of vulnerability, the strength and vulnerability. Unfortunately, we have gotten messages like, I couldn't tell people that. Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, so, so how do you navigate that? I mean, have, do you have situations in your life where you've overcome where like, no, I do need to talk about this or no, I, I, uh-uh, I want to be vulnerable. Actually, this is not what I was thinking about talking about, but um, yeah, I, I actually had a, something that happened to me probably about four or five years ago. Um, I was at a conference for my business. Um, so I was away and it was at a resort and, um, I, you know, just long story short, ended up somebody slipped a drug into my drink. Um, that was not part of the the conference that I was at, but it was just a, a random stranger that was at the resort, slipped a drug in my drink and I ended up getting sex- sexually assaulted. And I, I was in this space because I was like, I'm 40 years old. Yeah. I was not at a club. I was not, you know, right. I was at a resort. Right. This, this shouldn't have happened. Right. And, you know, there was, speaking of, a lot of shame associated with that. And, mm-hmm. oh, you know, maybe I shouldn't have done this and I shouldn't have done that. And 
I chose in that moment to be vulnerable mm. with the intention of bringing light to it because I was concerned. Mm. I was like, this is out there. And as I started learning about it, there's more and more out there and people don't talk about it as much. And right. what I learned in that moment that the number of people that reached out to me privately mm-hmm. to share their own stories that they had never shared with anybody else. Sometimes wow. I was the first person that they shared with because, oh, they had such because of your story. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Right. Um, you know, I learned that that lesson of, you know, if we are vulnerable and share our story and our journey with intention, mm-hmm. we can make such a difference in the world. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's, I got goosebumps. Oh my gosh. Wow. And you know, for a person having been abused, it's really easy to take on the stigma and, and, and our thoughts go there. Like we're rational animals. We want to go, did I do something wrong? Maybe I shouldn't have worn that. Or maybe I shouldn't have made, you know, because we want to try to control it. And yeah. so for you to, to like hear that and go, no, 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 but then not take on, and you're married, like that could have affected your marriage. It, yeah. Well, and, and, and a mom. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it, it, it was something that, you know, was such a, a strange, like this shouldn't be happening at this age in uh-huh. this situation. Uh-huh. And, um, the communication and speaking my truth, mm-hmm. I believe, and the connection with others helped yeah. me heal so much faster um, and come to a place where it is something in my journey. It does not define me. Right. And I feel like it, it really made a difference to a lot of people because, you know, I gave them a way to connect with somebody. Oh my gosh. So how, how, how did you decide? Because I, can I just say that's an existential crisis? That's like, how do I make sense of this? Like, we you don't expect a forty year old mom at a business conference being raped, right? Yeah. So there's the first part of having to just process that this happened to you. But then, how did you get into? And I should talk about that. Like, was that divine guidance, or how did how did that? That's massive. That's a good. I just I've 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 always had this. And I think it was this calling to be a teacher. You know, when I started my, my work in the world, I went into the, the corporate world and very quickly became dissatisfied with it because, you know, I want to make a bigger impact in the world. Right. And I was like, I'm working my, my behind off for yeah. the shareholders and that's all I'm doing. And so that's right. why I ended up in education. And I just, I feel like when these things happen, we have a choice. We can mm-hmm. either go go way down deep and get stuck or we can find something in there that we can learn from and grow through. And mm. I just felt like I needed to talk about it and turn it into something that could help other people. And so that was wow. the intention that I went in with. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I was, it was scary. Like my, yeah. I, I had family that their first reaction was, well, why did you do this? You shouldn't have done that. And, you know, Uh, and while it was hurtful, I also understand. I mean, that's people's Mm -hmm. gut reaction. Absolutely. um, Everybody has different ways of showing that, but it it was scary putting it out there. But the reward that I got amazing. Yeah. Was, you know, twofold. So that's amazing. Well, it's funny because, in your form, my, my, mm-hmm. my guests fill out this form, you talk about what your platform is, is helping people find their voice. 
right? And it's, it's, it's kind of like, <laughs> if you say, okay, use me, that's mine, then life is going to give you opportunities. And so I just really want to applaud that because this is, this is a taboo topic. I mean, now we have Me Too movement as of a few years ago. Yeah. But this is not somebody, you know, people talk about root canals, liposuction. They don't talk about, <laughs> you know, that time I was raped five years ago. Like that just, people like freak out. Yeah. And so for you to be so courageous in the face of that, um, because shame would keep you silent. Okay? And shame, it's, here's the thing, whenever you keep silent, whenever you get dark with it, it festers and breeds. And, and it becomes, like I was talking to a client recently and she's like, she's telling about some family secrets with the, there was some sexual trauma, not her, but family members. And she's like, I have the secret. I said, no, 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 your family has a secret. Like you are not damaged. Your family has stuff, don't take. And so it's, it's very easy when we're perpetrated, somebody acted shamelessly, so you were going, oh, hell no, I'm not taking your shame on, right? And that's the only way through is just to kind of, nope, it's not mine. And then use your experience for the good. So, oh my God, I didn't know this story. And so I, I was, again, not intending on talking about it today, but you brought up that shame part and I was like, oh, yeah. Wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, it's really, how do, you, how do you do it though when, maybe you were different, but a lot of people that have been abused or had, had it doesn't, you don't have to have been raped. You, maybe you were verbally abused. Maybe you had family that didn't see you. It's hard to stand and own your value, right? For you, somebody defiled your body. Maybe for somebody else, there was other stuff they had to encounter. But how do you, what would you say to people that like, like that's not you? Like how, how do you help people get past that? This happened to you or you experienced this, but you're more than that. Well, first of all, you know, I still work through this every day. I think, you know, everything, you know, life is a journey and we know we never arrive. We're yeah. always growing. Um, so for me, you know, what I've found is that really digging into, you know, continually checking in and learning about self-awareness, learning about, you know, new tools, always having, you know, a coach or a mentor to talk things mm -hmm. through. And that's one of the reasons why I have really found that I love what I do in teaching this, this bank methodology is that, you know, in helping people learn how to communicate better, it, there is a lot of self-awareness that comes with it and, yeah. you know, growth and just staying in that mindset um, can just really help. And I think I lost track of your question. Mm -hmm. I hope I answered that. But. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's like, well, I guess, how do you, I think in order to be fiercely brilliant, you have to be greater than your circumstances. And so what I teach is, you know, do you connect to your purpose? I know you're super purpose and mission driven. You're like, mm -hmm. so on it, right? And there are, like, there are certain things you can do if you feel like, God dang, like life has been shitty to me or I've had to go through some hard things. And yet there's that desire in your soul for more, to serve more, to be more, right? And so sometimes yeah. those seem almost in competition with each other. Like, I really want this, but God, look what I had to go through. So how to not be a victim, how to be victorious. So like riff on that. It's, it's resilience. There it it go. really there comes go. down to resilience. And, and that's been a, a huge theme with me lately is now my, my oldest son is in uh, middle school mm -hmm. and we live in the East Valley of, uh, you know, Arizona and we've had epidemic rates of teen suicide. And wow. being a former teacher and now oh, being a parent and, yeah. you know, my son is at a middle school that, you know, three boys actually 
went through and, and completed suicide um, over the last you know several years, it's become a big topic. And in our conversations, we've talked about what, why is this? And it comes down to resilience. And you know, we were talking about how you know kids in lower socioeconomic status or people that that go through struggle mm -hmm. learn that yeah today's a bad day and tomorrow's a new day and mm -hmm. i'm going to get through it and they build up that right. resilience right. and so um we've been having this conversation of you know in a higher socioeconomic status where we have the means where we give our kids what they need where they don't have to worry about shelter and food right. and all of those things they don't necessarily build that resilience until unfortunately trauma happens or tragedy yeah, happens right, and right it really comes down to getting you know dug in connecting the community having as many communities different communities as you can mm -hmm. knowing yourself and knowing that you know what today sucks and tomorrow's a new day and I just had that last week. All week sucked. I was like, oh, this is a tough one. You know, we've got friends. Yeah. We're trying to homeschool. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, yeah. I was like, okay, it's a new moon. And, you know, there's all this yeah. stuff going on. But it's, it's realizing that you have these extenuating circumstances outside of yourself. And if I can just take another step forward, if I can just get through another day, um, I have a morning routine that I do where uh, Hal Elrod, Miracle Morning, I love him. I just got to see him keynote. Uh -huh. um, he talks about having this morning ritual and routine to set your day up every day. And mm. that has been that such a mm. powerful way to start my days and really get my mind focused on mm. moving forward. Nice, nice. I love that you bring up the concept of resilience because mm -hmm. um, years ago I read there's resilience studies, like let's look at Oprah, right? If anybody deserves to be a wreck, it would be Oprah based on what has happened to her. But it, what there's noting is that there's always somebody outside of the family or outside of the situation that there's like mentorship, maybe, you know, there was the aunt or the uncle or the, somebody that, the, you know, so I love that you said, get outside support, like find other people. You know, I used to say to my clients, like, I will hold your dream until you can hold it for yourself. Like just, I got it. I got it. Let me, let me, I got it. So it is imperative. It is imperative because there are moments like you talked about, we're going to forget, we're going to have those bad weeks. Where we're just like, eh. So grounding yourself. So doing the grounding in this moment, like I said, all is well, we're safe. We have food. I got air on and we got our puppies and kids. We're good. Yeah. Ground yourself, go outside of yourself for the, for the safe support. Not the, not the crazies. They're going to tell you to go get a job, right? Just the yeah. safe ones that are going to hold you. <laughs> Anything else you would say? Like just to stay the track when things are kind of wonky. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, for me, it's, it's that combination. It's that, that grounding. Um, gratitude is another oh, piece. Nice. And, you know, sometimes it's just a, a moment. Like the more moments of gratitude I can find yeah. through the day, the better. You know, I, those moments bring me joy. Just, mm. you know, looking out my window and I have gardens outside of my window or yeah. I notice a bird or just just like picking up on those little things. Uh -huh. um, and then for me, I found that the more I lean in to mm -hmm. feelings, the more beauty and magic that comes. And, you know, I think we're so trained as we grow up to be like, Ooh, something good is happening. Hey, what's gonna, what's gonna come. 
and I had one of my wonderful business coaches at Blue Rest teach me, well, what if you leaned into that? What if you just said, of course, of course this is going to happen. Yeah. We have an abundance in our you know, universe. It's really cool when, you know, when I do all these interviews, there are some common themes and those are, the, I love the theme of just trusting that we are divinely guided and all is well and we're on our path. In spite of sometimes it might not look that way, right? It might look like this thing just blew up. Holy shit, right? <laughs> they have, I have one more question for you that I think is a really important one. Very often, particularly women that, are, that shine brightly, get messages like, you're too intense. God, can't you dial it back? God, you know, like, like I see your reaction. So I'm just asking, love, has that ever happened to you? Anybody told you you a little bit much? Uh, yes, a lot. <laughs> um, very much so. And I, I, you know, I actually had an experience, you know, a number of years back where it did dim light, my light for a while. Um, because I was, you know, trying to relate to an experience and, you know, somebody was like, oh, what, who are you to feel that way? You're so blessed. And, you know, like it was like, because wow. I, am doing so well or I'm in this yeah. space, I'm not allowed to feel right anything negative. And it wow. just it really took away my power for a while. And I did dim my light for a while um, because I was afraid of getting back into that space. And just uh, as life cycles back around to say, did you pass that? Um, I had it happen to me uh, a few <laughs> weeks ago, again, in a different situation, but, but the same concept. And yeah. at first I was like, <gasps> And then I was like, oh, this is life going do over. Yeah. Have you moved ahead? And and I was like, yeah. And so it's it's funny you say that. I I have this on my it's the quote, um, I won't read the whole thing, but it's Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is that we are not inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. measure. Yeah. Right. And that is my goal every day to to shine yeah. my light and find others like you yeah. that shine their lights and you know. The more we can do that, the better our whole world collectively. So and that, that's a difficulty. You know, when you're, when you're fiercely brilliant, I didn't call it like kind of mediocre. <laughs> like I call it like, hey, you're mediocre. Nobody, nobody cares. Like rock it. Like go be your mediocre self. But no. when you are here to shine, and it's not an egoic thing. It's not I'm so. It's really shine for others, right? Shine the message. Shine the truth. Shine the possibility and the hope, right? When you are that, you're going to ruffle some freaking feathers. And it's easy in the beginning because everything in you is like looking for, is this okay? Is this okay? And somebody, you get a hater and it's like, oh my God. And so it's really, yes. you know, to kind of take and just go, uh-huh, aren't you, aren't you special? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is tough. Yeah. And the, 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 yeah, the brighter you shine sometimes, the more you do get that, that negative feedback. And, and yeah. again, it's, it's an ongoing daily process of like, oh, I thought I was there. Am I, am I there? And, no. you know, continuing like, nope, lean in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then those, the feedback comes where you make that connection. Absolutely. Even if it's just one person. Absolutely. Um, That's where we hear the difference. So. You know, years ago when I was married, my husband would always be like, God, you're so intense. You're so, so I was always like, so it was really subtle. Like, oh, do you have to be that intense? And I just finally woke up literally one day. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. This is passion. Like, I, I just am like, wait, you know what I mean? Like, this, I'm not being a pain in the ass. Like, this is good. You will not extinguish this. And so I want y'all to hear that. If there's somebody in your life that's like, 
you know, get out. I like, you know, yeah. listen to us, listen to us. We know. And don't let anybody dim your magic. And, and you're not alone. When I, whenever I talk in groups, I'll say, is anybody else told they're a little too much? All the hands go up. There's this like tribe of women that have just been suppressed, right? And yes. so I just want to encourage y'all because I see, I see you shine and then I see the backlash sometimes in your social media. I see people like, who are you to do that? And like literally in social media, people say that to you Yeah, because <laughs> you're really visible, right? And yes. so I just wanted to highlight it's a journey. It happens. And you know what? Look at you. You're glowing. You're doing it. So <laughs> thank you thank you for being a beautiful demonstration. It's, it's, it's a pleasure and yeah, it's, it's this up and down, yep. but it's mostly moving up yep. like that. So Yay. cool. Yeah. Okay. So do you have any last words of wisdom on, and anything you want to share? Like anything is on your heart that needs to be spoken? I just, I think I've, I've pretty much talked about it, you know, lean in, mm -hmm. reach out, have your connected community, always have, you know, some sort of a coach or a mentor, even as you outgrow them, keep getting them. Mm -hmm. And then show your vulnerability intentionally and you will be rewarded uh, in those moments. So beautiful, beautiful. Mm. Okay. And I'm sure people are like, okay, what is this bank thing? And <laughs> how do I get more of that chick? So answer those two questions. Um, so yeah, if anybody has any specific questions or wants to learn about upcoming trainings, I do um, introductory trainings for, you know, for free a lot of the time. Um, I don't know if my contact information. It is will be. Yeah, it'll be all there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I also have, um, I wanted to offer a free gift of cracking your code. It's, you know, it's personality science, but again, it's that powerful shift, but there's like 12 values on each of the four codes. And uh, there's a link, crackyourbuyerscode.com. And if you go there, you'll see the four cards. You sort them in order of importance to you. And then when you submit, I'm the only one that gets your information. I promise I will not spam you. Um, you'll get a free personality profile and it'll kind of start that process because I think a lot of us that are too much are high in our nurturing and in our action. Mm -hmm. And perhaps we have grown up in environments that are high in knowledge mm -hmm. and blueprint that don't always appreciate that. Right. And so this was the first step of really making my action okay. Yeah, nice. And nice. just like, there's nothing wrong with me. I just show up differently. So it's just basically <laughs> how you're wired. It's very permission giving. This is how you're wired. And I do want to clarify, you don't have to be a salesperson to take this, right? So Absolutely not. Yeah. Um, what I love, you know, it's had such a profound impact on my marriage with my husband of 17 years and how we parent our three boys. And um, I actually am working on bringing it into schools because, you know, if teachers could understand mm -hmm. that they could show up differently, that's my heart and passion project right yeah. now. So yeah. that's nothing to do with sales. It's, it's, yeah. it's everything to do with communication and being able to, you know, communicate better, raise your emotional intelligence and impact relationships. Oof, good stuff. And we will post all those links. You want to grab a session from her. I, I got an assessment. It was really cool. When I got mine, it was like, some of it was like, I knew that. Some was like, wow, you know, so it was yeah. like, definitely, definitely yeah. do that. So, all right, love, it has been, it's been so fun to hang out with you. We should do this more. Uh, we live in the same state, right? So we should have lunch or do something when we can socially see each other. Yes. yes. <laughs> Living in the days of a pandemic. Anyway, this right. has been great. And thank you all for watching.
love your comments. Like what, what are your takeaways? Reach out to me personally, ts at treescaly.com. If you have any questions and if you're, we have contact information for Amanda, feel free to reach out to her and thanks. Absolutely. Mwah, peace and blessings. Bye Thank now. You. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. So each week we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot and I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Scali. Alrighty, peace and blessings and I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.